Guys, we're going through a crazy time right now. Crazy, crazy time right now. I'm not sure where you are in the world or if you're in the States. I can only relate to the U.S. because everything that's happening right now is affecting me in the U.S. I only know how the climate is here in the U.S. Now, it's different state by state and all that other stuff, but I'm in Texas, Dallas to be exact, and I know everyone is not loving the situation that we're in right now. We're not able to go back to work until May 20th, guys. This sucks. I, I kid you not, guys. This sucks. Not having to go back to work until May 20th, it sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not sure where it is, uh, where you live. You could drop that in the comments below where you guys or what day you guys are going back to work. But me personally, I'm hoping that it's sooner rather than later because whether or not you're collecting unemployment or doing whatever the case is, I'd rather be working in my career making money rather than collecting unemployment for me unemployment i don't care about unemployment i'd rather make i can make a lot more money working my career than i can sitting at home collecting unemployment because let's be honest look a lot of us are going crazy a lot of us are getting annoyed by being inside i actually got a chance to go to the park today and got out of the house for a little bit but it's also been kind of good you know this time that we're in now because I've got a chance to take care of a lot of stuff. I still have more stuff to do, um, which I'm actually kind of grateful that we're having. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm having this time to be at home because it gives me time to do stuff. Like I created my Patreon page for all those people that want to talk about finance, investing, stock market, personal development and stuff like that. There's a link to that uh, in the description below where we talk about stuff like that on my Patreon page. And shout out to everyone's watching. I see I am Caesars in the house, J2K is in the house, but this time that we're in right now, it's a perfect time to invest. Perfect, perfect, perfect time to invest as a barber. Now, that, that only applies if you have your shit together. If you don't, it's gonna be hard for you to start investing as a barber. Flat out, I'm sorry guys, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. The only thing that you could do is you can at least promise yourself that next time something like this happens, that we have an event like this, not particularly like this, but something similar to this. I mean, last time we had something similar to this was 0809. It wasn't exactly like this, but similar where the stocks crashed. It was a recession, blah, blah, blah. You know, people were in trouble was then. And if you were around then, if you're old enough to be around then and now go through this now, you, and, and really, if you're not financially secure at this point, at this moment in time, you should be ashamed of yourself. I, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to pat you on the back. I'm not going to hold your hand through this and say, oh, it's okay. Uh, no, you fucked up. You should have been taking care of your business. You had, I mean, look, you had over 10 years to take it, to get your shit together. I mean, if you can't get your shit together in 10 years, look, I don't know what to do for you, but if you're in this moment now and you're not financially secure, if you're struggling, just do this for me. Promise yourself that you're not going to go through this again next time it happens because I promise you it's going to happen again, okay? History tells us that something crazy is going to happen again. The only thing is we don't know when it will happen. We don't know. You know, the major ones we had, you know, of course this one, 0809. We had the Y2K thing. Eh didn't really affect many people, but we had 9-11, you know, and things before that, and then other little things in between, a uh, little bit more minor, not major. And shout out to everyone that's watching, man. I see you guys. But 
you wanna, if you guys don't have money, man, it's gonna be tough. If you guys aren't, aren't strapped with cash, guys, if you're not strapped with cash, it's not, it's not gonna do any good for you guys. Uh, and uh, unfortunate. But for the people that are, those people that are financially secure and have their money right, okay, this is the perfect time to invest. Out of all of these tragedies that happen, people come out of these situations with more money. And you might be saying to yourself, how the hell did you come out of this situation with more money? Like everyone's struggling. No, 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 not everyone. You, so speak for yourself. You were struggling, not everyone, okay? So some people come through these situations making more money. You wanna know why? Because they were prepared for situations like this. They have budgets for situations like this. They actually save their money and invest their money for times like this. Like me personally, I'm not too worried about this coronavirus and not working. The, the real problem for me is just being here. Like I, I wanna work, you know, I, I really wanna work. And I, I can only imagine once we get back to work, how that's gonna be. Because I remember I took like a two week break from barbering. Uh, this was when I was in barber college, but I remember I took a two-week break and it was to buy this house because we were having to Go around and like search for the house and all this stuff So I, I kept having to take so many days off of school leave school early I was like, let me just take an LOA and go buy this house and finalize everything and then come back to school when I came back I, Everything some seemed so weird cutting hair. I kid you not guys like I was like fumbling clippers I didn't know how to hold the comb. I was like it, it just felt weird taking such a long break away from cutting hair now, I can only imagine what that's going to be like when all of us barbers go back to cutting hair. At least for us, it's going to be May 23rd-ish, something like that. I'm not sure. I mean, you guys let me know. What is your, your county, city, state? What do you got? What is your uh, state saying? When are you guys are supposed to go back to work? For us here in Texas, or at least as I know Dallas, we're set to go. Well, it's going to be over May 20th. It's the last day of the, you know whatever they call it, lockdown, quarantine, whatever, whatever. That's the last day. And smash the, the like button if you're feeling it, guys. So uh, I, I don't know what that's going to be like. It's going to be a little bit weird cutting hair because I'm, I'm telling you guys, there's going to be a lot of people needing haircuts once this is over. There's going to be a lot. I mean, look, you guys stand to make a lot of money that first two to four weeks back from this quarantine. So I hope you're ready. That is not the time to bullshit that is not the time to play around once you get back from quarantine because out of all of this, you guys should have time to reflect. And at times like this, especially when, when the chips are down, when things are bad, this is the perfect time for reflection because you're thinking to yourself, damn, if I didn't do this, I could have had this. And then if I didn't do that, I could have this. Or if I would have just went a little bit harder in this situation, I'd have more of this. You see, you see where that's going? And, me personally, I don't like to live my life in regret. I like to just live by how I live my life and let the chips fall where they may. I don't like to look back on things and say, oh man, if I would have done this, oh, I should have done that. Yeah, of course, we're gonna have these moments, but I don't like to live in these moments. If I, if I have to think about it, I'll think about it and I won't look back anymore and, it, and it's forward thinking from there, okay? This is, this is a good, useful thing in life that you guys should use. A lot of people live in the past. A lot of people live in regret. Me personally, I don't. I don't, I don't go back and look at like, oh man, I should have. No, if I, if I make a decision, and this is, this is real man talk, guys. So for the guys out there, this is grown man talk. If you do something, live with your decision and be willing to stand by what you do. 
if that's the case and you really, with all your convictions, live by what you say, live by what you do, you'll have no problems in life. You'll have no problem. But look, I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to rob this bank. and No, I'm talking about morally, ethically, you know, spiritually, biblically, you know, whatever you guys, like, whatever your, your thing is. But live by those things. Have a code. Live by it, stick by it, and then don't look back. It's plain and simple. So for me, all of this stuff that's happening, okay, cool, cool, right? We're all losing money. It's not like I'm special. I'm not going to come on here and cry like, oh, why are we shut down? Like, oh, they need to. I'm not going to be like, oh, they need to open up the barbershops again. Like, oh, like what the hell's going on? No. I mean, look, I'm not special. I'm not the only one that's not working. Everyone who's watching this video right now is not working. It is what it is. I mean, we're all not working. What can I do, right? What can I do? Some of you are going to work sooner than others, right? Uh, Juan Cordova says April 30th. Man, no one, every guy, everyone wants to be shy unless everyone watching this thing right now is either shy or you guys don't work in a barbershop, which I don't believe that. So you guys, in the comments, when are you guys supposed to go back to work? Let me know. I'm curious. I'm really curious. Now, look, I've had people ask me like, oh, can you cut my hair? No, I'm not cutting your hair. I had one, <laughs> funny, funny story. Let me tell you guys this. I had a customer DM me on Instagram like, yo, man, you cutting? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, why is he asking this question? So I told him, I was like, yeah. And this was, I was using sarcasm here, okay? I told him, yeah, I'm going to disobey the governor's order. Yeah, I'll be cutting. Now, this was sarcastic, but... That Saturday he was asking for, he actually was like, yo, you, and I wasn't paying attention to my phone. I mean, I don't give customers my phone number anyway, but I noticed I had a DM from him, DM from him and I was like, what the hell? I'm like, he's asking, he's like asking me if I'm going to be at the barbershop. And I was just like, wait, you thought I was serious? I was like, dude, I was, I told him, I was like, dude, I was joking. Did you really think I was going to be at the barbershop? He's like, oh, I didn't understand the, the sarcasm there. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to be at the barbershop. I was like, no, we're out till May 20th. And, I, and that day I had another person hitting me up about a haircut. And I just had to tell him, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to risk it. It's not worth it. Because here's the thing. If you open that door once, the door is open, guys. If you open the door once and cut somebody's hair once, you might as well just cut everyone's hair. Or cut that person's hair regularly, like every week or two or whatever, right? Which also makes me wonder, have you noticed all these people that are on TV, especially the big news anchors, especially like national news and things like this, have you ever noticed like their hair still looks pretty good? They have to be getting their hair cut from someone. Think, think, just, you know, just think about that. But here's one thing, guys. What do you guys want to invest in, right? Let, let's talk about this for a little bit. Because me personally, one of my investments is stock markets, dividend growth investing. So this is what I've been doing a lot of uh, this past month. I've been, you know, I've been deploying a lot of chips into the, into the fray over this last month. Because I'm going to tell you guys, like, if you want to get into real estate, I don't know how the housing market is going to be once this is all settled. It's kind of a little foggy. You know, 0809 was a little different than this because with this, they're, they're giving people forbearance. So it's not like they're just like, screw you guys, we don't care, and pay me the damn mortgage or we're going to foreclose on you. They're not really saying that per se. So they're giving people forbearance. 
And they're even, I mean, they're doing it for 90 days. And then I've seen in some cases, they're even, they may extend that up to another 90 days. So I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not a renter. So I don't know how the renters are, how you guys are doing out there, how they're handling you guys in the rental markets. But he said, networks have their own hairstyle. Ah, uh, this is true. But of course, this goes against everything. Uh, this goes against all the guidelines that social distancing. What kind of social distancing is this when you, you, you're trying to do someone's mustache? Like, that's anti-social distancing, okay? Okay? So, Lewis Harrison says he's in the UK and he's working. Imagine that. He's in the UK and he's working. Jay Smith is going back May 4th. J2K is going back May 1st. Wow. Okay. You guys, I'm, shoot, I, I wish I was working where you guys work, trust me, because we're not going back here in Dallas till May 20th. So imagine that. Imagine while you're working, while you're two weeks into work in May, I'm still on quarantine. Imagine that. I mean, the coronavirus does not have a deadline. Does not have a deadline. So here's what they like. Let's talk about the, the housing market thing real quick. So I don't know how it's going to be affected. I do know that they're saying interest rates are going to be really low. So if you guys are in the market to buy a house or something, good time. If you got your credit in order or if you got your finances in order, you know, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. But if you have one of those two or both of them in order, perfect time to buy a house. Perfect time. Perfect time. Uh, if you guys want to do that. In the, in, in the description below, link to my Patreon. So if you guys want to talk about stocks, if you guys want to get into stocks and things like this and talk personal finance, personal development, things like this, click the link in the, in the description below uh, to my stock portfolio to take you to my Patreon page. And, you know, we have a little community there where we talk about stuff like this. And I do personalized uh, Q&As for you guys and stuff like that for, the, of course, the Patreon users, not here on YouTube, which actually before this video, I did a video for my Patreon where I was talking about my, my stock portfolio because you actually get to see on my Patreon all the stocks that I'm invested in, all the money that I'm putting in and the different moves that I'm making. And you get to see how much money I make or lose <laughs> every week, which case in point, think about this last night. I went to sleep. I woke up this morning. I made 600 bucks overnight just by sleeping. But of course, you know, as as cool as that might sound right that sounds co pretty cool to say right oh I, I went to sleep and then i woke up and i was six hundred dollars richer just by sleeping right you know most barbers don't make that in a day but that does sound a little bit tricky <laughs> because as quick as i can make six hundred dollars overnight just by sleeping i could lose a thousand dollars just by sleeping as well so it goes both ways with the stock market but of course, like on my Patreon, we'll talk about stuff like this. If you guys are interested in getting into stocks, getting and there's different types of investing when you talk about uh, doing stocks. I Me mean, personally, I'm doing long-term dividend growth investing. So if you guys are interested in stuff like that, definitely in the description below. Hit, hit me up on the Patreon. But that's one way to invest right now. Like, So if you've always wanted to get into the stock market and you didn't either, either you didn't have a lot of money or you didn't have a lot of knowledge, Slap yourself right now if you're not going to pull the trigger. Slap yourself. Slap yourself because I'm telling you right now, this is the perfect time. If you've ever wanted to get into stock market, this is the perfect time right now. 
because the barrier of entry is so low. It's so low, the barrier of entry. Now, some of these companies, like the solid companies, let's say you're trying to do use a similar strategy as me, dividend growth investing. Some of these companies to try and get in when the market was so high a few months ago, I mean, look, for you to build up a big enough portfolio, it would take you a while, right? But right now, your money is going so far right now with the way the market is. Like, you know, this week, the market has been pretty good. It's been going back up. Last week, it was pretty shitty. But if you can still, I mean, still right now, you can still double, triple, quadruple your money on some of the stocks, some of them, not all, right? You know, you got to do your research. And that's what we do on the Patreon and things like that. But if you're looking to get into that stuff now, perfect opportunity for investment. And this is a long-term play for your future so you guys can retire as a barber. So you guys, as a barber, you're not sitting here 10 years into your career, 15, 20 if you stick around that long, and you're upset that you don't have anything to fall back on. You don't you don't feel like you can just step away from barbering comfortably. You feel like you got to cut hair till the day you die. Like Me personally, look guys, I don't want you guys to be like that. I don't want that to be you. I only want that to be you if that's what you want to do and you're in the position to do what you want to do. That's all that I'm telling you. Like me personally, okay? I have a plan. My plan is to be done cutting hair at 50, right? 50, drop dead date, 50, boom, okay? Now, currently, I'm 39. I started barbering late, so it's not like I've been cutting hair since I was 20 or I started cutting hair when I was 14. I started cutting hair when I was 36, guys. I'm 39 right now, okay? My goal is to be done when I'm 50, done cutting hair, okay? But there's a caveat. I, I will cut hair only on my terms, so I'm not going to be at 50 trying to build a clientele. That's not my goal at 50 years old. I'm not trying to build a clientele. I'm not trying to be fully booked at 50 years old. I'm not trying to work seven, six, five days a week at 50 years old, okay guys? You guys understand what I'm saying here? So when I turn 50, my plan, in me and my wife, we went down, we talked about some finances, we talked about the budget for this year, and then the budget for next year, we looked at some of the things that's going to be going on in the next few months with our budget, and this is also things that I will talk about on the Patreon. If you guys paid attention to the channel, I made a video on how to save $25,000 a year. You could do, if you can do that for four to five years, you will have over six figures to invest in something, right? So not, we're, we're not just saving money here, okay? Look, saving money is great. I'm, I'm not anti-save money. I'm anti-solely saving money, right? You have to save money and invest, okay? You need to save money and invest because like in that video, I talked about what inflation will do to your money over time. And if you followed what I laid out in that video of saving $25,000 a year for four to five years, you have, you know, anywhere between $100,000 $150,000, depending upon how you play the strategy, you're going to have a lot of money. And if that money is just sitting there in like some bank account, just rotting away, that's what your money's doing. It's rotting away. Your inflation is going to kill, especially that amount of money. Inflation is going to kill your money. So we need to be smart. We need to be investing, putting it in something where it can grow for us, putting it where your money is going to grow over time. And then once you can get towards that retirement date, you guys can live a bit more comfortable life. Because I'm going to be honest, if you guys make 
that, that strategy right there, if you're single, if you're single, okay, if you make anywhere between 40 to 50, that, that was the example I really laid out was a 40 to $50,000 a year example. Now there's some barbers that make more than this. Barbers that make 70, 80, six figures. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't make six figures as a barber. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I don't make six figures as a barber. But I do know how to keep up with my own money. I do know how to put, I know, you know, I know how to put more of this in my pocket as a barber. I don't like to just, you know, spend this. I know how to save this as a barber. But the thing is, saving is one thing. You have to know how to strategically put your money in places where you can use your money as a, as a weapon for you to make more money. So that's the thing, like the Patreon and things like that. That's what we talk about in the Patreon. Link in the description below, okay? So I don't want this to happen to you guys because there's a lot of examples of this. Now, you know, we see like that 70-year-old barber right on YouTube, right? 70-year-old barber gives a, a, a head shave or a face shave, you know, and the guy can like barely move, you know, he's like shaking and stuff like this. It's a cute feel-good story. And I get it, right? But the thing is this, and I'm not anti that. I, I like that scenario if that's what the guy wants to do, if that's his love, if that's his passion, if that's what you want to do, right? Great. But if that's what you have to do, that's not good at that age. Guys, I'm, t I'm trying to tell you, it's not, that is not a good thing at that age. Because the whole purpose is to do, do things, make smart moves in life where you have to be in a situation where you can just move and do things that you want to do where you don't have to do this, you don't have to do that. You're just like, oh, I know a lot of people, you know, hate, hate the jobs. You hate your job and things like this, and you might be tired of it for, for whatever reason, you know, and that's not the, the fun part of life. You know, that's not living for me, you know, when you have to do these things that you don't want to do. And especially, like, if you're young, grind now. Grind when you're young and you might think like, oh man, I'm young. Oh, you know, like I'm missing out. You're not missing out. Trust me because life gets a lot better once you get in your 30s and 40s. Life gets a lot better and trust me, it's a lot better when you're financially secure, when you got some money, okay? Jay Solid said, just got a free Ford stock and I deposited 50. Let's see how this goes. Oh, Jay Solid, did you use my link? I hope you used the link. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was just talking. Actually, no. I was talking about Ford on my uh, the Patreon video, which I'm actually trying to sell my Ford stocks right now. So I'm actually trying to get out of all my Ford stocks because they just cut their dividend. And since I'm a dividend growth investor, long-term dividend growth investor, you know, Ford, you know, this relationship that we're having, it's not quite working for me, you know. You know, it's not going to work for me. So I'm, I got, I've got to... I've got to get out of four. So let me read some of you guys' uh, comments. So my Duke says, that's a thought. Uh, Mayor of Chicago, who's a woman, is under fire for getting haircuts. <laughs> for getting a haircut this week. This is, this is what I'm saying. I'm curious. Like, these people that are in these positions, they got to be getting haircuts. All right, let's see what else you guys are saying. Lewis Harrison says, I am not a full-time barber. I'm a full-time soldier and a part-time barber. Lewis Harrison. That's my man. So if you're a U.S. soldier, Lewis Harrison, I talked about this in the podcast a long time ago where I, I used to be in the military. So I was thinking about this, and I was like, if I was a barber while I was in the military, I would have made so much money. Lewis Harrison, listen to me right now. 
if you're a U.S. soldier, right, you can make, oh my gosh, Lewis Harrison, you can make an extra 30 plus thousand dollars a year, Lewis Harrison. Oh, okay, so he's a UK, he's a UK guy. But either way, you can make a lot of extra money, uh, Lewis Harrison, as a barber being in the military. And I was thinking about it, and I was just like, and this is one of those things, you can't live in the past. But I was like, you know, for argument's sake and the sake of the video and podcast, I was just like, wow, I could have made a lot of money cutting hair uh, in the military. Let me see what else you guys are saying in the comments. I see, I see a bunch of, of comments coming in. For me or what? Okay, there we go. Sorry. I don't know what's up with the internet. Look, so many people are at home right now. It's like, dude, I hope you have good internet. Because right now, like... I know how it is, you know, like in the evening time, the internet kind of like slows down a little bit because everyone's using it. That And look, most people are at home and most people are probably using all of, all the damn internet. Kavaz says invest in Facebook, guys. Not a, bad not a bad investment. I'm not sure if they pay dividends. I think they don't. So for me, I wouldn't invest in Facebook based off of my strategy of investing in the stock market. And that's what I say, guys. With the Patreon, these are things that we talk about. If, if you're a long-term dividend growth investor, my Patreon page will be perfect for you. You know, we're going to talk about strategies. You can just go back and forth. It's just like, like, let's say this video right now and everyone that's in here had, all had the same goal in mind. That's what the Patreon is. So why doesn't everyone grow it out? Johnny Gooch says, and that's exactly what I'm saying. And one of my clients that DM me that day, I was t telling you guys earlier about the story of the two guys and the one guy who actually thought that I was cutting hair on a Saturday. I told one guy, I was like, dude, just buzz your hair. Because he was asking me about, like, oh, is there a video I can watch? on? And I've cut this guy's hair before. He's not going to cut his hair good watching the video. I, <laughs> I know this. He is not going to cut his hair good watching the video. So I told him, just buzz your hair, buddy. All right, so Jay Smith says, I recently started looking into stocks. Are, are apps like Acorn or Cash App worth using? Jay Smith, Acorn with stocks is not worth using. Cash App is okay. Uh, I use Robinhood. There's, there's so many, so many, right? There's Webull, there's Robinhood, there's M1, there's uh, TD Ameritrade, there's, um, let me go back to your comment. There's all sorts of apps. You know, you could do stocks and Cash App. Here's what I don't like about Cash App, and here's what I do like about Cash App. What I like about Cash App is, if you have the, of course, if you got the money in your account, you invest in the stock, you get it right there, right? It, there's no, like, you having to wait for fund transfer or anything like that. You can get the stocks right there, boom. Two, they offer fractional shares. Amazing. So you don't have to, let's say, if you want to invest in Amazon. Amazon stocks are around $2,000. You don't have to have $2,000 to invest in Amazon, like, if you, if you were to go on some other platform that doesn't do fractional shares. So that's great. Um... Three, with Cash App, it's pretty easy, right? The layout, the infrastructure is pretty easy. Here's some things I don't like about Cash App. They don't have every stock on the market, which I think last week or maybe the week after, uh, Cash App sent me something. They're like, oh, we just introduced 100 new stocks. And I was like, oh, they're great. They're actually putting more. So I was like, because when I looked at it months ago, I was worried. I was like, wait, I was typing in stuff. And I was like, wait, it's not popping up. I was like, I know this club company's public. I was like, why is it not popping up? And I was like, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, that's right. Cash App doesn't have every stock, obviously. But they just released 100 more. And I'm sure they're going to release more and more and more. Because trust me, they do not have a lot of stocks in Cash App. So there's one other thing that I don't like. Uh, third thing that I don't like about Cash App is they don't have a lot of data in Cash App, if you were trying to look 
and like little details of the company or if maybe you want to see the 52-week low or the 52-week high, does this company pay dividends or not? Because if you're a dividend growth investor, this is important to you. But of course, you also have to do extra research when it comes to that. Cash App doesn't have this on here. So link in the description below uh, to my Robinhood. Uh, download it. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. And we can start investing, you know. Let me let me read some more comments. Let me catch up because I, I saw the I saw these comments coming in and and I wasn't reading them because I wanted to get through what I wanted to talk about. So let's see. J2K says I'm 13 right now and I've I've had a couple clients already. Hey, stay safe <laughs> if that's what you choose to do. So Voss says uh, Red richest man in Babylon and you will you will wait you will get and you will win you will understand him 100. I don't know. I've never read this book, but I've heard this book before. So shout out to you. So let's see. You can still do it. It's called a uh, civilian military work. Okay. So Voss says, I don't think Ford is good long-term electric cars, et cetera. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, here's the thing. Okay. And this is one thing I, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of tidbit of what I talked about in my Patreon video. So you guys get some free Patreon content. I've realized something uh, through this whole pandemic with uh, investing in stocks for dividends and things like this. Now, a lot of companies are are having trouble. A lot, right? A lot of companies are having trouble. You know, for your business to be very profitable one day and then go to zero. Like, have you ever heard people talk about this when it, when you're talking about investing, like where the stocks, mutual funds or uh, indexes and, you know, whatever. They're talking about things going to zero. This is happening right now. Companies have gone to zero overnight. I mean, it's very strange. This, I, in my lifetime, this has never happened where a company can be completely operational and profitable one day and then be at zero the next day. This has never happened to me. So <laughs> I had to realize, like, some of the stocks that, that I was holding, I was like, when I look at their balance sheets, I was like, this company, I don't have much faith in it. I really need to put my money in more solid companies, companies that are consumer goods, because right now, only essential things, right? Essential things. Home Depot, Lowe's are open, things like this, right? So I'm going to invest in more solid companies and really build a good, strong foundation in my portfolio built around like five to seven solid companies. But then I'm going to have about maybe, let's say, 10 yeah, say 10, maybe a little less, other companies that I'll just play and have some fun with those. Companies with a little bit more risk in their uh, their dividend growth. And just, just play it that way. But Because if you just have all risky companies, and I've learned this the hard way. I've invested in Boeing. Boeing cut their dividend literally the day after I invested in the Boeing. I bought stocks at, in Boeing for like 95 bucks a share. Cut the dividend the next day. Ford, a couple of weeks ago, Cut the dividend. I'm out of there, right? Uh, Dave and Buster. I'm investing in Dave Buster. They cut their dividend uh, April 2nd, so like a few days ago. So it, it's one of those things where now I'm thinking, like, man, a lot of these companies like Ford, you know, because we're talking about Ford here, I don't see them just disappearing. You know, some of these companies might go away, guys. Like some of these companies that you see and these brands, they're going to be gone. Some of them are going to be gone. I don't see Ford being one of those, right? 
I don't see a brand like Colgate being one of them. I don't see AT&T leaving. I don't see American Airlines going under. I don't see Carnival Cruise Lines, Royal Caribbean. I don't see these companies going anywhere after this is all said and done. And considering some of these companies' profits are at zero right now, especially if you talk about the cruise lines, zero right now. You know, I, I don't see that happening. But yeah, as far as long-term, Ford, I don't know. You know, if you want to invest in Tesla, go right ahead. You know, I think, look, today it was in the 400s. Uh, let's see what else you guys are saying. Lewis Harrison, later. Shout out, Kenny Rowan from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Jay Salas says, any, any educational sites to educate with me investing? I'm 19 at the moment, and I've been trying to get into this. That's what's up, man. See, the, the thing about investing, guys, is start early. Start early, because once you get to 30, 35, 40, trust me, guys, you're going to be a lot happy if you started when you were early rather than starting when you're late. I had an OG tell me something when I was, I think I was 18. Um, it was an older guy. He, he was like getting ready to retire. He was like, my, my life is set. He's like, I don't have to worry about this. He's like, dude, I could do what I want, blah, blah, blah. And everything he told me made sense, guys. Everything he told me made sense. As when you talk about work life, when you talk about investing, when you talk about money and finances and looking to the future, everything he told me made sense. The only problem was he wasn't there the week after, the month after, years after I, uh, we had this talk with him. Now, this is why having a mentor is important. Like, this is why having someone you can talk to and keep you in line and keep you on track is very important because the idea when he told me made total sense. The thing was, I had no one to follow up and really keep me on track to follow these goals and really get there. Because I'm telling you, I, I kid you not, if he would have, if him or someone else would have been there for me all the time, telling me to do this, telling me to do that, like consistently, like all oh, checking in every week, every month, like whatever the case is, I kid you not, I'd probably be a millionaire right now. I'd probably be retired right now. Because at that time, like I look back, I was thinking about this even earlier today. I was like, man, I wasted so much money when I was younger in my life. And I'm sure you guys either have, are, or will waste a lot of money in your lifetime. And that's what I don't want for you guys. I want you guys to be smart with your money, especially if you're young. Like, who was that? Was that Jay Solace? He says he's 19. Dude, you're 19. Dude, if you just start doing this stuff, start investing. Oh, my gosh. Now, like books, I don't, honestly, I don't know of any books as far as, but here's the thing, okay? Because I don't want to just have you go out and buy books, Jay Salas, okay? So I'm not going to answer your question, but I'm going to answer your question with this, okay? So come back with me to me when you know what type of investing you want to do, right? Because if I, if I tell you, oh, get this real estate investment book, if you don't care about real estate, then my recommendation was nothing, right? So if you want, I don't know what type of investing you want to do. do and I always tell people with this with investing. Do something that you're comfortable with. Do something that you just naturally gravitate towards, right? And then make money there. Don't just, if you don't like real estate and you see real estate's booming, 
don't just try and go off and do real estate because you're not going to like it. You're just really there for the money. The love is not there. And you're not going to maximize on that type of investing style and strategy if you do that. So I always tell people, do something that you like, that you gravitate towards. Me, I like stock market. You know, so I invest in the stock market. So it just is what it is. You know, and, and if that's your speed, if that's what you like, you know, Patreon's perfect for you. But as far as books, I can't recommend anything because I don't know. Um, it's not cutting. <laughs> it says almost every book are there. Ah, hmm. Interesting. So I'm going to wrap up this little live stream here in a little bit. But do you guys have any other questions as far as like investing? I'm trying to tell you now is the perfect time, guys. With these interest rates being this low, the barrier of entry is low. Even if you wanted to buy a house, let's say you want to buy a house. I'm not sure what that, like I said, I don't know what the housing market is going to do once we recover, because really, I don't know when we're going to recover. Maybe once all of this quarantining is over, maybe everything's going to be just fine, right? We can all keep our fingers crossed. But if I had a little crystal ball, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think once they lift the quarantine, I don't think everything's just going to be hunky-dory and we're going to go back to our everyday lives and everything's going to be perfectly fine. I don't think that's going to be the case. Once this is all over, I'm pretty sure there's going to be another slight rise and then whatever. I don't know what's going to happen, but I would pay attention to investment ideas. If you wanted to get in on the stock market, now is the perfect time. And when I mean now, I mean right now. I don't mean two weeks from now, a month, two months from now. Although I think two months from now would still be a good time to get in, but the barrier of entry is so low right now, guys. It is so low right now. You can get in at a good price. If you have some money stay, stashed away, if you got maybe a thousand bucks, a couple thousand bucks, a good way to get started. And the thing is with investing is, I'm going to tell you guys something too. With investing, the, the crazy part about investing is this, is investing. is just really putting your money into the market and putting your money at risk. That's the hardest part of investing, to be honest. Because it's not that hard to invest. You just put some money, right? You can, you know, it's not like it's buying a house where you either have to have capital or you're using someone's credit and financing. You just have to have money. Just, you know, the hardest part is just doing it. Just, but a lot of people don't. So that's the hardest part is just doing it. But if you ask most people, you know, do they have investments or are they investing in something? They'll probably tell you no. So that's one of those things. Right now, the barrier of entry is low right now. So it's not one of those things where, let's say, this time, six months ago, or maybe four months ago, three months ago, I would come to you and say, hey, let's invest in some stocks. And then you look at the stock market and the prices are just so inflated. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, I might get it, you know, because you might be like, all right, I got a thousand to start off with. You, you put your thousand into play. But, you know, depending upon the company that you invest in, let's say you invest in Tesla, you know, about three months ago, you know, that gets you about one share. You know, I mean, now that thousand would get you two shares. But still, I'm saying the barrier of entry is really low right now. OK. Uh, Juan Sanchez says, uh, do you recommend cutting hair right now at home? I wouldn't, to be honest. OK, look, Juan Sanchez, let me explain to you how stupid that is. OK. Cutting hair at home right now. How dumb that is, okay? And 
me right now, I'm thinking of this as the husband, the father, provider, blah, 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 right? Why would I bring the potential of coronavirus to my domicile? Why would I do that as a husband, father, provider? Why would I bring the threat of the coronavirus to my house every single day? Now, when you ask that question, you didn't say, like, should I cut home a hair once or once a day or twice a day? Or I'm assuming you're trying to bring people to your house every single day and have a rotating uh, clientele come in and out of your house every day. Why would you do that and bring the threat of co the coronavirus to your house? Even for me, look, guys, I have a barber station in my house. I have a full barber. Look, guys. Look at this. I'm going to rotate this camera. You see this? I have a full barber station. Look, guys. Guys. I have a full barber station in my house, okay? Look at this, okay? I could cut hair right now. Guys, I could cut hair if I wanted to. I, I could cut hair right now. But I don't. I don't cut hair right now. This is the, the room where I sh you know, shoot a lot of YouTube videos. I edit videos here, do other things, you know, YouTube-related. I used to do the podcast here, but I don't cut hair at my house, guys. I don't want people here. Like, why would I take the risk of having someone who has coronavirus bring this to my house? Maybe I get infected. Maybe someone else in my house, house gets infected, like my kids, wife, whatever. Not, it's not worth the risk. This is why I tell you guys to be financially secure. You should, you know, most, it'd be nice for me to say, save your money and have some money in case of a rainy day. Like now, you know, for some people it's pouring outside and it's hailing. For some people they're like, damn, they got knots on their forehead right now because they got, they got hit with so many nah, hail balls. It's insane. This is why you get prepared for stuff like this. I remember when 0809 happened. I wasn't really affected, but I was really pissed off about what happened after and how people were just buying homes for like super cheap. And I was like, dang, I wouldn't mind buying a home, but I wasn't prepared, right? I wasn't prepared. Now, this is happening, right? People, believe it or not, guys, people are getting rich through this. Guys, people are getting rich through this. If you wanna, I hope you believe this because it is true. People are getting rich because of the coronavirus. People after this are going to get rich for things that they can come up off of from the coronavirus. It wasn't you, right? It wasn't you. You, you, you weren't ready. You weren't ready. You, you didn't have your money right. You didn't have your credit right. You, did, you didn't have something. And this is the, what I tell you about like money, right? Like this, you know, this stupid thing right here, money, this stupid thing money okay this allows you to do so much guys money money allows you to do just some it's crazy right because a lot of people walk around and they'll say like man if i had like ten thousand dollars like i could do this or man if, if i only had like fifty thousand dollars yeah I, I could do this money can provide you to do certain things in life if an opportunity comes up in your face where they're like, man, if you just had 20 grand, you know, you can get in on this and you did the research, you know, you know, you know about whatever investment opportunity there is or any, any sort of opportunity, whatever the case may be, you could jump on it because you have money. You have, you have money. When you don't have money, it really takes a lot of your opportunities away. And then when you don't have credit, it makes things even worse. 
Now, let's say there was after, let's say after the, all this happens, right? People foreclosing their homes for whatever reason, right? Because that might happen, right? Even if people uh, get forbearance on their mortgages, maybe once everything is all said and done, they still don't have money because they didn't have an emergency fund. They don't have money saved. Blah blah blah. Imagine that. Then what's going to happen is their house is going to come up for sale on the market, and I'm pretty sure not, they're not going to be the only one. There's going to be other people. Let's say you had twenty. $50,000 saved, you can take you can take the house off their hands at a really cheap price. I, from At least from what I hear, they're offering uh, 0% loans. Why not? <laughs> Why not, right? And then, because this is a strategy right here that I'm telling you guys, then you live in the house for a little bit, it appreciates in value, you sell it, if you've lived in there for a few years, you get the capital gains profits. You're not taxed on it. So all of that money that you got in appreciation off the home is 100% yours, tax-free. The government will not touch it. Then you can use that money to buy an even bigger house. Or, I don't know, do, do, whatever, do whatever it is you want to do with the money. But big, buy a bigger house. I know a lot of people do this. Maybe buy $150,000, $200,000 house, the house... Girls maybe $50,000 in value in a few years. They sell it, roll right into another bigger house at, like, let's say, three or 350 Happens all the time. A lot, that's how a lot of people get into those bigger houses that you see. They played the market. And they played it well. You just do a little bit of research. But this is why I tell you guys, having money is really important. And I know, you know, people say, oh, money isn't everything, which I like to say. That's what broke people. That you know, that that's a broke person made that statement up. Money is very important in certain situations. If you don't have it, you're very limited. I'm gonna be honest, guys. If you don't have it, you're gonna be limited, and it sucks. So, tell, promise me you're gonna get pissed off. Promise me you're gonna you're gonna say to yourself, if something like this or something close to this happens again, I will not be caught with my pants down. I will be ready and armed. When this happens again, to take advantage, to come up and get even richer. Uh, if you get rich or or close to it, it'll be good. So in that last question, uh, uh, Brian is saying, do you see new barber products coming into the fold? Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't think so because I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of barbers are irresponsible. A lot of barbers are bad with money and a lot of barbers... They're just, overall, like a lot of barbers are just bad. I'm just going to be honest with you. So for a new product to come out, that means you're going to have to have money. And just some random barber who's, who statistically probably fits in there, I would have to say no if, if I just look at the numbers. But if you were asking me, like, if a, let's say Chris Bozzi on Tomb 45 saying, like, if you ask me, like, oh, is Tomb 45 going to come out with a new product? Probably, yeah, probably. But it's just some random product who... Who, they don't have any products on the market now and just someone's going to probably not in the, in the next whatever, like few months. So Juan Sanchez, he's asking, uh, what if you know the people you're cutting their hair and you know they're not infected with coronavirus? That's a tough one, right? Because you can only control what's in your control, which is you and your family. But primarily, we're just talking about you. So you don't know what this other person's doing. You don't know who they've really come in contact with. You don't know how they've been operating day to day. You don't know how cleanly this person is. So 
that's one of those things where it's like, man, still dangerous, right? Still, look, I love my clients. I'm sure it's barbers. You guys love your clients, but I'm not willing to take that risk. I know some of my barbers are like this. Here's one thing. Here's here's one thing you got to ask yourself, right? When you're thinking about the safety of you, your family, or people around you. For them to ask me to cut their hair knowing the circumstances that we're in. Because it's not like people are like this. And they're just like, wait. And, I, and their ears are closed. And they're, they're, like, they're not walking around like this in life. We know what's going on. We know that there's a quarantine. That we know about social distancing. We know they've been talking about barbers, hairstylists, nail techs, and massage therapists, and things like this. We know that these people are closed for these exact reasons. And for this person to want to get their hair cut by me, it says a lot. It says a lot because they're willing to risk it all just to get their hair cut. And not only that, if they're only if they're willing to get their haircut and risk it all for the purpose of getting a haircut, what else are they willing to risk it all for? Because you know, you see some of these people still partying. You see some of these people still hanging out in random places and just going doing sorts of stuff. So if they're willing to risk getting a haircut from you, knowing the circumstances and the climate that we're in, what else are they they're willing to risk on the outside, like that you're not seeing? So for me. Everyone that asks or requests, inquire, I have to tell them no. After I wouldn't say respectfully decline, but I'm declining. You know, I just wouldn't take that risk. Now, let's say you have a huge house, right, and like 12 people live in your house, and a majority of them are guys, and they're asking for haircuts. In that scenario, if you know you guys are all quarantined, no one's really going anywhere, of course, cut the hair. You know, cut the hair. You know, no big deal. You know, you guys are all living together. What's the big deal? Like me personally, like I have neighbors all around me, right? Neighbors here. I saw my neighbor next door cutting his cutting his uh, grass the other day, or uh, yesterday. And the neighbors across the street they were also cutting their grass the other day, and I was looking at them and I was like, "Ooh, their hair looks a little gangly." You guys saw my barber station over there a, f- a few minutes ago, right? It'd be nice and easy to be like, "Hey, man, I'm, you know I'm a barber. Just come on over. I'll cut you." I'm not willing to take that risk because I know. You know, even though they're my neighbors, they're cool, right? Eric, Louise, cool. I know these guys are coming and going. I see cars, and I see people coming in and out of their houses all the time. Why would I be willing to take that risk? Even though, you know, you're my neighbor, you're cool. I'm not willing to take that risk. So, appreciate you guys for tuning in. I'm going to come back with another live stream. And for those of you that are that love the haircut tutorials and love all this stuff, barbering, educational things, trust me, I'm going to drop some stuff for you guys, okay? I've got a full-length comb-over uh, drop fade video coming. I'm going to drop that this week. And then I've also got another video where how to get the perfect C on the beard, you know, how, how to do this. Because I know a lot of people struggle with how to get, like, the perfect C. Some people, it's like... You know, it's like comes back too far and then up and then it might not be enough, but I got the perfect video for you. Now, unfortunately, in this video, I wanted to do two to three different uh, textures of the beard, like a black person, a Hispanic person, a white person. But since we're in these circumstances, I'm just going to drop it because I was holding on to this video for a long time. So I'm going to drop that. I'm going to drop some other uh, barber haircut related videos because I'm just going to be honest. Right now is not the time to be worrying about how to get better at cutting hair. Get be- if you're in a bad position financially, worry about 
getting better financially. Work on a budget, guys. Work on how to get smarter, different ways to invest. Guys, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Worrying about learning how to cut hair is not important right now, which is part of the reason why I have not dropped these videos because it's not that important, guys. I don't care about the YouTube ad revenue. I'd rather talk about personal responsibility, finance, and things like that right now, which if you guys are paying attention, you've noticed a lot of the videos that I've been dropping lately have been related to that. So this stuff is important. Now, here's the thing. Not a lot of people are going to tune into these videos. I know this. I, I don't care. I don't care if the YouTube algorithms is going to like really screw up my channel. I don't care. I'd rather help you guys get better at this stuff and start thinking about this stuff and get this in your mind that this is important so you're not caught in this situation. It happens again. This is what is important to me right now. So like I said, link in the description below to my Patreon. Click on my stock portfolio. It'll take you to my Patreon where we can talk about this stuff privately. I can answer your questions and give you a video response to some of your questions and things like that and then you can you know we can interact with one another you know talk about stocks and investing more in depth in my patreon and of course if you want to get involved in the stock market in the description below is a, a link to Robinhood. you click that link below if you sign up register you get a free stock and i get a free stock so um, I hope this is good and of course I'm gonna come out with another live stream talking about some other stuff But go check out my video on how to save $25,000 a year You know it could be anywhere between 20 25 maybe even more depends on how much you make but in the example that I used was 25 well $50,000 uh, annually, so You uh, go check that video out and that that's a perfect video on how to budget how to budget your life and really stick to the plan because you really got to stick to the plan. You know, me and my wife, we did our budget yesterday and, you know, come to find out, like, our expenses here is 47000 right? 47000 that's going out every year. It's a lot of money, right? It's a lot of money that's going out every year. But the thing is, if you don't manage that, that can snowball out of control for a lot of people like you know for some people you know for some of you that may be either single don't have a lot of responsibilities things like this you might look at that and be like what the <laughs> you might be like, 47 grand a year just in expenses for a household it's a lot guys it's a lot <laughs> kid you not it's a lot you know like some of you guys probably have half of that or even less that video will teach you and, and really expose some things to you where you're like, I didn't realize like this money was going here or man, I didn't really have as much money as I thought I did or maybe I need to cut back on this. That's what the whole point of a budget is for. And like I told you earlier, I have a plan. I'm out of here by 50, guys. Look, if I'm still doing YouTube videos, which I think YouTube's gonna be around for another 10 years, I'm pretty sure of it. But if I'm still making YouTube videos by then, you guys are gonna see something. You're going to see somebody that has a lot of money, a lot. So if you're still around by then, right, I don't want to see you in a position where you're like, man, I should have listened. I should have hopped on board 10 years ago. I don't want that to be you. Got to be wise in these situations. But it's been your man. I do it signing out. I'll holler.